Can you hear me now? Huh? You like that? It's louder, right? The reviews are in for episode one, and the general consensus is I need a professional studio. Literally, the mic is turned up so much right now that you just heard the jingling of Lucy's collar as she's walking through the house. So, um, yeah, no, I, I don't know if you guys know this. I don't have a studio. I am just talking into a microphone in my house, uh, like a true pirate radio slash conspiracy theorist. So, the quality may not be that good, and I apologize, but I do appreciate the feedback. Um, all jokes aside, literally, you guys have been so nice. Um, this is kind of a, uh, a new endeavor doing this by myself. I don't have a team. I don't have money behind this. It's just me talking into the void, and you guys were so complimentary and, and so nice, so I, I do appreciate you. Uh, some of the things I heard about the actual content of episode one, y'all liked the uh, tie-ins for life stuff I did. Uh, it Even... Uh, when my buddies was like, oh, I actually bought the book as soon as I listened. Like, I'm not, I mean, they should fucking give me some back pay if I'm promoting Lieutenant Colonel Shushko's fucking 10-year-old fucking thing. But whatever, I appreciate it. I, I like that you guys like that. A lot of you said that you enjoyed the idea of workout of a day. That's not changing. So, um, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed that. The majority of you just said you should have beat that guy's ass about the dad story. And um, I can't do that because I will go to, I'm not Will Smith. I can't stand up and pimp slap somebody and get a standing ovation for it. So um, I don't have that kind of entitlement. I wish I did. I wish I would have slapped the teeth out of his mouth. But fortunately, I work for the government and I'm always wrong. Uh, another facet of working for the government and being in the public eye as far as uh, being a recruiter as well as a social media dude um, is that you get a lot of crazy kind of uh, messages and calls sometimes. And uh, let me explain. A while ago, I posted on my Instagram a screenshot from my work phone about these random texts I'd been getting from just a number I don't have. It's a 408 area code, so shout out 408. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to read you this as well as a voicemail that was left by this person, so strap in for this. Our tale begins Friday, November 26th at 10.28 p.m. I get a text on my work phone, mind you, my government-issued cell phone for recruiting purposes, from a 408 area code number, shout out 408, wherever that is, and it says, saw your page and was very inspired by the work that you do, exclamation mark, so you know they were screaming. Um, yeah, that's it, that's all it said, unknown number, text, inspired by what you do, that's all well, that's fine, uh, it's 10.28 p.m. my time, so I was definitely asleep, so I didn't say anything back. Now we fast forward to January 27th at 12.05 a.m., getting to the sad boy hours. I haven't heard anything from this number for a month now, and the text thread is as follows. January 27th, 12.05 a.m. It says, Hope you're well, my brother. The Navy doesn't deserve a man like myself, lol. Clearly, he's laughing his ass off. I can put you through the most physical and mental test of all. Psychologically, psychology, I can't fucking, I'm so sorry, I can't fucking read Psychology is my profession, and you wouldn't stand a day with my mental test. Have you ever heard of remote viewing? I can break down a man with my mind. You remind me of my brother. Weak. So clearly now we're dealing with somebody who is a supervillain. Um, this is X-Men level threat, and I don't have the qualifications or the training to deal with this. So I let it go. Um, let's break this down a little bit. Starts off, hope you're well, my brother. Uh, I, I assume this is an African-American man, um, the way he's speaking. <laughs> the Navy doesn't deserve a man like myself, LOL. Laughing at his own joke, hilarious. Um, then he says, I can put you through the most physical and mental test of all. Psychology is my profession. You wouldn't stand a day with my mental test. 
It sounds like I wouldn't stand a day talking to you at all. You sound like a real handful. Uh, have you ever heard of remote viewing? I have not. I can break a man down with my mind. I mean, so can I. Not that hard. And then it ends with, you remind me of my brother. Weak. So now, maybe this is not an African-American man calling me my brother, which is upsetting. Uh, I love being called that. Um, he says his brother's weak, and he can break me down with his mind, just like his brother. So, uh, yeah, again, I did not respond to any of this. Um, if you look at my Instagram, actually, that's where the screenshot ended, because I didn't hear anything from him for a few days. So, it continues. Monday, January 31st. So, literally four days later. At 2.47 a.m., the true sad boy hours, the message reads, How did God create such a soul so perfect? That's a rhetorical question. I already know the answer to that. So he's complimenting me and asking me rhetorical questions that he knows the answer to. This person sounds awesome. And then, (laughs) Monday, January 31st, same day, at 9.56 p.m., the last text he sent said, There are people outside my house. That's it. That's where the texts end. He said, how did God create a soul so perfect? Uh, That's a rhetorical question. I already know the answer to that. And then on the same day, nearing 10 p.m., there are people outside my house. Now, I know a lot of you are wondering, what happened next? Uh, I don't know. I did not engage this person via text. I let it be. But I am curious. Who are these people outside his house? Do they know he has these mental fucking powers? Have the X-Men been called? Is this what's going to happen? So curiosity was getting the best of me, but I did not fold. Ladies and gentlemen, I did not engage this person because he's clearly crazy. But then, oh then, I have a voicemail. This voicemail was sent to me at, uh, was it February 15th at 1.40 a.m. And it's, yeah. So if you're ever wondering if like, You get creepy messages uh, via text or DM or whatever, and you don't know what the person sounds like. I got to hear what this person sounded like who was sending me all this crazy shit. So it was uh, definitely a blessing. And it came from an unknown number as I had uh, blocked the uh, 408, shout out 408, uh, number that was texting me, all that stuff. I was just tired of dealing with it, so I blocked it. But then unknown caller at 1.40 a.m. leaves this voicemail. Hi, Chief. Petty Officer Stancy, this is Jim. And, you know, I would reach out to you, um, but I'm drunk and you blocked me. So there's no really way for me to contact you. But, you know, I hope to hear from you soon, maybe in the near future. You know, I'll buy you out of your contract. But because um, I'm a gay, eccentric um, quadrillionaire. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I hope that you're well. You know, if I can leave you with one piece of advice, be patient with yourself. Be patient and give yourself the gift of forgiveness because... God is good, and, you know, I trust that everything will work out the way that the world is supposed to. So just be patient and, you know, love yourself. You know, your hands are clean. I, I look at your hands and I look at your eyes, and all I see is beauty, you know, So and your feet. My God, your whole body, to be honest. I mean, God, I can go on and on about how amazing you are. Amazing, to say the least, honestly, I mean... Fuck, man, like, oh, my God. I may or may not be in love with you, but maybe one day we'll we'll talk. I mean, you know, I'm sure you're in a relationship. <laughs> All righty, brother, well, I'll talk to you. 
So ladies and gentlemen, as you heard, um, I'm dealing with a gay eccentric quadrillionaire. Now my mind is blown on several levels here because number one, I thought I'd be a proud black man calling me his brother. I can't get over that. Um, it is not. It does not sound like it is. Um, I believed his name. He did give me his full name. I believed it for obvious reasons. Uh, I hope whoever this is as well, all jokes aside. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that, uh, quadrillionaires existed. Who knew that? This is news to me. Is Jeff Bezos aware of this? Does he know that he's in competition with this gay eccentric quadrillionaire who was, who was going to buy me out of my contract, by the way. So goodbye Navy. Hello. High life. Right. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. So, and, and can I just say this right now? First off, if you're not coming at me that strong in the voicemails, stay out of my voicemails. This is the energy I'm looking for. I'm just kidding. Stop doing this. This is nonsense. Um, also, he had some life advice. Be patient. You know, be kind. Uh, that's fair. That's that's solid advice I'd give somebody else. Be patient. Be kind with myself. You know what? I'm going to do that just for you, bro. Just for you. Um, uh, I didn't like the fact that he goes, I'm sure you're in a relationship, and then started laughing and giggling. How did he know I got dumped at Jimmy John's? That's actually how my last relationship ended. Um <laughs> Delicious sandwich, heartbreaking news, Jimmy John's. Um, but yeah, so I don't I don't know where this person came from. Obviously came from social media, got my work number, did all that. But whoever you are, bro, I hope you're well. Um, I'm assuming you're listening to this. Uh, if so, congratulations. You've made it to the standby podcast. Uh, I know it's not a lot for uh, a quadrillionaire like yourself, um, but we do decent numbers here. So welcome to the show. Um, yeah, <laughs> so that's what, uh, that's what you got to deal with when you're in the public eye, uh, whether it be for, for work or for pleasure, just, uh, you put yourself out there. Sometimes you have alopecia and you just shouldn't sit front row at the Oscars, um, cause weird shit happens. <sighs> All right, moving on. I am in the market for transitional sound bites, so if you guys want to fucking send me some, uh, that'd be cool. It'd be cool to use them. Same thing with music. If you guys want to send me music, that's cool too. I'll throw up everything I have. I like I like the people to contribute to the show that they take their time listening to, and I thank you for it. Uh, I wanted to talk about this uh, this article from Task and Purpose, which is as far as military and government publications go i genuinely have enjoyed task and purpose for years uh the few people i know over there are good people and they usually do very unbiased kind of uh self-aware kind of stuff so i i like their stuff this is from an article february 23rd of this year by james clark and i thought it was interesting so i'm just gonna read it and we can talk about it for a little bit uh it's titled pentagon worried that the quote nintendo generation can't survive boot camp because their bones are weak <laughs> That's uh, that's the title. So let's let's get right into it. The Department of Defense has once again shown its age and disdain for those daggone kids and their daggone Nintendos. An early February press release put out by the military health system took aim at 18 to 25 year olds and suggested that they're having a hard time making it through boot camp because their bones are brittle from playing too many video games. 
Today's recruits are coming from a far more sedentary lifestyle compared to previous generations, making their skeletons more prone to injuries because they're not used to the kind of intense activity they will face at basic training, reads the release. But wait, it gets better. The statement even includes a few new Pentagon buzzwords and catchphrases. The Nintendo Generation soldier skeleton is not toughened by activity prior to arrival, so some of them can just break more easily, said Major John Mark Thibodeau, a clinical coordinator at Fort Leonard, Missouri. The age bracket being discussed is ages 18 to 25, places, places those prospective recruits squarely within Generation Z, which includes those born between 1997 and 2012. So for once, it's not millennials that everyone is bitching about, despite the use of the phrase Nintendo Generation, which typically refers to millennials. A generation that served in America's longest period of sustained conflict. It's also worth noting that the statement, which suggests one's skill in video games is inversely proportional to the military readiness, conflicts with the Defense Department's recent message on the matter. Just this month, the military put out another news release saying that playing first-person shooters actually makes Marines and sailors a bit more combat-ready since recent research suggests that it improves the speed at which they learn new tasks. That's to say nothing of the energy and money that various military branches have poured into esports teams as a recruitment tool and probably a retention incentive. Despite the press release's critical words on the fitness of young Americans, the post includes some helpful tips for prospective recruits who want to swap their controllers and pajamas for an M4 and a uniform they'll get yelled at for wearing improperly, starting with exercise, arriving at boot camp. A few weeks of deliberate fitness prep before shipping out to boot camp or basic training can greatly increase an incoming recruit's chances of success by avoiding the most common injuries that can delay or derail a recruit's completion of initial military training, the statement reads. It goes on to note that common injuries include acute fractures and falls and tears to the ACL, as well as muscle strains and stress fractures. For those looking for some more information on pre-enlistment training, the press release included a handy link for that. While it's hilarious that there's an official military statement that accuses an entire generation of having weak bones because they they enjoy playing Pokemon Go or whatever kids do these days, this is nothing new. In fact, it's a time-honored tradition for older generations to look at the youngest one and see nothing but a bunch of soft kids. It's also a drum that's been beaten repeatedly for the past several years. And while there's concerning statistics about how 71% of America's youth are not eligible for military service due to drug use, being out of shape, overweight, or failing to meet the education requirements young Americans have, in all likelihood will continue to volunteer to reserve. Uh, Then again, Gen Z doesn't seem too keen on the idea at the moment. So that was me uh, fumbling through that article, and it it made some really good points. Um, And now as somebody in recruiting who sees these kids off the street every single day, um, it's, yeah, it, it definitely spoke some truth. I can honestly say that the majority of people I deal with that want to serve, uh, they won't be successful from the way they present themselves because of acute entitlement and laziness. I don't think it's a physical barometer at all, um, not from what I've seen anyway, but it it's a mental, it's a mental block. It's all it is. It's uh, They've come from a place of complete creature comforts, and then they're thrown into a world where they have to listen to somebody who they don't know and do things that they don't like to do, usually for the first time in their life. And that's why people have trouble adjusting. Um, I don't, I, I think Americans as a whole, when it comes to physical activity, will always rise to the occasion, even though we're the fattest fucking country in the world. 
Um, but when needed to step up uh, for things like this, I think we can always do it. I also agree with uh, it's kind of the time-honored tradition of like the old heads, uh, all of us that have been in for a million years, looking down at these young guys and girls and saying like, ugh, they're so weak. They could never do what I do or did rather. Um, I do that. But again, it's not the physical portion. I really don't think it's a, a physical thing. Granted, that's part of the military culture, obviously, but I don't think it's the physical parameters that are holding these people back. It is the mental block of, I don't want to do something I don't want to do. And people can't shake that. And it, it ends up crippling them in a million different ways just beyond the military, but for their life and their family, um, nobody can work with somebody who can't grow. You have, to, you have to be able to be led before you can lead, right? Um, a lot of people don't like that. They have this they have self-satisfaction in their pocket at all times. You can literally access anything you want from your pocket. And before this becomes a boomer rant about damn kids and their fucking cell phones, it's not like that. I fucking love my cell phone. Um, but, uh, man, I, I honestly, these kids are at a disadvantage, man, because if I was, uh, you know, fucking 13 years old and I had access to all this, I don't know what kind of person I'd be. I'm a bad enough person just having it as long as I've had it. So for me to grow up with it in my formative years, who knows what kind of person I'd be. But um, I do feel bad for them because they don't uh, they don't have that thing of like they have to access information by finding it. They just have it at all times. So that is a disadvantage for them. But I just wanted to share that. I thought it was really interesting. Um, Task and Purpose, again, uh, it's a good publication if you guys don't already subscribe or read it once in a while. Um, yeah, I think this generation coming up speaking gen z um i think the physical the physical portion will be there if they want um but it's that man it's that mental blockage it's that well i'll do this but i'll only do it my way and that that's got to stop but then again that's every generation so um yeah enough of that let's uh let's wrap this shit up i'm fucking done talking i'm tired lucy wants to have a snack and so do i so let's go right into the workout of the day Let the record show that I do that song. No more. It just makes me laugh. It's the Shia LaBeouf, just do it thing on a loop. But uh, it's just also time, in my mind, I assume you guys are writing down these workouts and you're taking those few seconds to go get pen and paper or whatnot. But whatever. If you guys don't like it, I'll take it out or maybe I won't. I don't fucking know. Get your own show. Um, all right. So today's workout of the day is one I actually did the other day and it fucking destroyed my lower back. So if you're someone who has problems with their lower back, I would not recommend this. Um, but if you like a challenge and you hate your lower back, then maybe you should do it. So you're going to do your classic warm up. I always jog a mile and a half or so um, just uh, just to get the blood going. You guys do whatever you want uh, as far as warm ups. Nice, good stretch. So the core of the workout is this ascending uh, deadlifts and push ups. So you're going to get a classic deadlift bar and you're going to put your body weight on it. So Example, if you weigh 150 pounds, you're going to put 150 pounds on the bar. And then once you do that, what you're going to do is you're going to do ascending exercises. You're going to do one deadlift, one push-up, two deadlifts, 
two push-ups, three deadlifts, three push-ups. You guys know how to count. You know where I'm going with this. Um, if you want, there's two ways you can do this. You can do as many as you as many as possible in 20 minutes, or you can go up to 20. If you guys don't want to push yourselves in 20 minutes uh, that hard, it is it is a lot more strenuous than the sounds. I weigh about 175 right now, so by the time I was done, I did it. I just did it up to 20, and my lower back was like on fire. So it's a it's a great workout. But then make sure you get a nice cool down stretch after that, and then uh, a lot of a lot of pad rolling. And I also did some uh, some rows to just kind of cool down the muscle a little bit. But yeah, that's it. Ascending deadlifts and pushups. One, two, three, four, five, six, and so on and so forth. That's it. I'm tired. Uh, I had a long day. I have a long day tomorrow morning. So this is it. This is the end of this episode. Uh, Episode two is a wrap. Thank you all so much for listening and stand by for more. 